the jewel in the dragon's head. The Tayunagan Otomo no Miyuki assembled his household and informed his retainers that he desired them to bring him the jewel in the dragon's head. After some discussion, they pretended to set off on this quest. In the meantime, the Chayunagan was so sure of his servant's success that he had his house lavishly adorned throughout with exquisite lacquer work, in gold and silver. Every room was hung with brocade, the panels rich with pictures, and over the roof were silken clothes. Weary of waiting, though, the Chayunagan, after a time, journeyed to Naniwa, and questioned the inhabitants if any of his servants had taken boat in quest of the dragon. The Chayunagan learnt that none of his men had come to Ninawa, and, considerably displeased at this news, he himself embarked with a helmsman. Now it happened that the thunder god was angry and the sea ran high. After many days, the storms grew so severe and the boat was so near sinking that the helmsman ventured to remark, the howling of the wind, and the raging of the waves, and the mighty roar of the thunder are signs of the wrath of the god whom my lord offends, who would slay the dragon of the deep. For through the dragon is the storm raised, and well it were if my lord offered a prayer. As the Chayunagan had been seized with a terrible sickness, it is not surprising to find that he readily took the helmsman's advice. He prayed no less than a thousand times, enlarging on his folly in attempting to slay the dragon, and solemnly vowed that he would leave the ruler of the deep in peace. The thunder ceased and the clouds dispersed, but the wind was fierce and strong as ever. The helmsman, however, told his master that it was a fair wind that blew towards their own land. At last they reached the strand of Akashi, but the Chayunagan, still ill and mightily frightened, vowed that they had been driven upon a savage shore and lay full length in the boat, panting heavily and refusing to rise when the governor of the district presented himself. When the Chayunagan at last realized that they had not been blown upon some savage shore, he consented to land. No wonder the governor smiled when he saw the wretched appearance of the discomfited lord chilled to the very bone, with swollen belly and eyes lustrous as sloes. At length the Chayunagan was carried in a litter to his own home. When he had arrived, his cunning servants humbly told their master how they had failed in their quest. Thus the Chayunagan greeted them, Ye have done well to return empty-handed. Yonder dragon, assuredly, has kinship with the thunder god and whoever shall lay hands on him to take the jewel that gleams in his head shall find himself in peril. Myself am sore spent with toil and hardship, and no jewel have I won. A thief of men's souls and a destroyer of their bodies is the Lady Kaguya, nor ever will I seek her abode again, nor ever bend ye your steps thitherward. We are told, in conclusion, that when the women of his household heard of their lord's adventure, they laughed till their sides were sore, while the silken clothes he had caused to be drawn over the roof of his mansion were carried away, thread by thread, by the crows to line their nests. <laughs>